Hi, I'm Kat, grassroots marketer turned brand builder. And I'm Candice, educator turned entrepreneur. And you're listening to Not Nice, Clever. Your weekly dose of not so nice, but oh so clever advice and actionable strategies to grow your mind, brand, and bank account beyond your wildest dreams. Free of charge. You're welcome. So grab your notebook and let's get to it. On today's episode of Not Nice Clever, we are departing from our typical source material and reminiscing and diving in on all things Candace's best Italian life because in case you missed it and you were living under a rock, she was living it up. Her B-roll era, as she calls it, <laughs> she's been enjoying it. So we're diving into all the things, her amazing three-week trip that she took. She was everywhere all along the Mediterranean. Candace. How did this come about for those who do live under a rock? <laughs> so we knew that we wanted to go to Italy for our honeymoon. And Dom was just like, look, we're going to go to Italy. We're going to go for three weeks. And I was like, um, no, that is too long. <laughs> I just want to go for two weeks because, you know, I got to get back to the podcast. I have things to do. Oh, I can't yeah. just be gone for three weeks. Empires to build. And yeah. he was just like, hard no, we're doing three. And he's like, just trust me on this one. Like, it's going to be amazing. Like, this is what we both need. Trust. Mm -hmm. So I went with it. He booked everything. And it was just the exact right amount of time because he planned this so perfectly. After two weeks, I was like, this is amazing. But if I had to fly home after two weeks, I would have been sad. Mm -hmm. And that last week, we were starting to get homesick. Like we wanted our own food. We wanted our own bed. Like we were just yep. feeling like we were ready to be back. Like I wanted to check on my clients that third week. I was like, what's going on with them? Yeah. You know, I wanted to be in it more. And so we were so excited to come home that we hit the ground running and we weren't tired. We were just like ready to be back in it. Mm -hmm. And he was absolutely right with that that timing because like I said we were just excited to be back and we were excited to just play the game again you know mm -hmm. so I think that three weeks was exactly that tipping point of making sure we got the full relaxation and benefit of vacation while still being energized when we got back yeah and I think that's something that people sometimes overlook like they want to go on vacation but then like in the back of their mind they're like oh I got to get home I got to get home and I think you guys did it where you get the best of both worlds and mm -hmm. you know I kind of felt that way too when I was in Japan earlier this year the last few days where Will and I reunited and we were in Tokyo we're like okay we're gonna do this today we're gonna do this we'll go here for dinner but also like let's talk tech in with our pet sitter and see how Piper and Blaze are doing like we're really missing them <laughs> yeah. and I'm sure you miss sugar totally you know so it's it's really nice so okay three weeks in Italy yeah which you are like one of several people that I know went to Italy this past summer which it was everyone was in Italy this summer it was a thing on TikTok right mm-hmm yeah. Totally. Yes. I love it. It was a thing. And I'm just seeing like all of my friends on Instagram posting like that they're in Italy mm -hmm. in Positano, like in all these places, like one after the other. So it was the place to be in the summer of 2023, apparently. Yeah. And that was just by coincidence. So Dom's Italian, mm. actually. And he um, had never been to well, he was like in Italy for like 
I don't know, 48 hours at one point yeah. years ago, but he'd never like really explored Italy. Mm-hmm. So I think like he really wanted to feel it, yeah. right? And so we actually went to Sicily where his family is originally from, oh, which that. was really amazing. Um, this is kind of a fun fact. So our last name is Carciopolo. Mm-hmm. That's how they say it in Italy, right? I just say Carciopolo because that's how he taught me to say it. Yeah. But Carciopolo officially, and that actually means artichoke, which kind of weird oh I didn't know that but we were like I know I didn't I mean I just learned that yeah anyhow apparently like it was changed when his family came over from Sicily to Ellis Island like they actually changed the spelling so the p's used to be f's apparently oh. and when we asked kind of like around Italy if there were any people with that last name like no Sicilian person ever heard of that being a last name so we think like it might have even changed more than we think oh wow because like they're like no like they knew it was an italian name but no one ever knew anyone with that name Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah and so that was kind of an interesting fun fact kind of maybe not maybe not fun right like maybe like sad and tragic i don't know right yeah it was rough times back then Mm -hmm. yeah so many people's names got changed just because of the culture and misunderstanding Mm -hmm. i mean my my own grandfather's name on my mom's side he was norman patrick o'connor could not get more Irish than that. But turn of the century, New York, when he came over with his family, they dropped the O and just went by Connor. Oh, interesting. Okay. Just like simplified it. So they they did the same thing. And I haven't been to Ireland yet to trace that back. But I'm so glad that you and Dom got to do that. So he's Sicilian. He's Yeah, his family's from Sicily originally. Mm-hmm. I think it's like his grandparents. Nice. Maybe great grandparents. And so... We got to to explore Sicily and see what that's like. And that was pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, we ate at a restaurant that was amazing there, had some like homemade pasta that you would never really have in the United States. Mm-hmm. I mean, our American Italian food is entirely different right? than actual Italian food. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a fun experience. And we also got to learn a little bit. Yeah, we actually met some of his friends, his family friends. Okay. Kind of in Sicily and they got to like teach us a little they lived there their whole lives they were like teaching us a little bit about Sicily and how much actually it's still really influenced by the mob which I feel like is so in like you know me it's like oh true crime happening right now (laughs) oh my god this was like if anybody doubted if Candace married the right man she married the right man for her Got the beard, Sicilian, yeah. the mob crime yeah. connection. She's like, ooh, what what can I figure out By here? By the way, I don't know if it's just like Italian men in general. It might it might be like, but I think Italian men love Latino women mm. because I couldn't go anywhere without <laughs> people looking. And Dom was like even noticing definitely more attention than than you the know, use. Than I get here. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's just Italian men love all women. I don't know. I'm sure that's a thing. For, yeah. I mean, <laughs> from what I have heard, they appreciate beauty in all yeah. its forms. I mean, it is, it was like the center right. of the cultural phenomenon of the re- Renaissance and the arts and painting and sculpture yeah. and music. And so they, ju- I guess they, yeah. they're holding true to that centuries later. Just. Totally. And and Dom has a pretty unique look. Like he has he does. definitely tan skin and, and his beard, obviously. Mm-hmm. And he has green eyes. And you don't see like that like color combo, his skin tone, eyes so much here. But there I was like, oh, like I a see. lot of guys look like you. I see. I see. This all makes sense. Yeah. So that was kind of fun and interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so you did Sicily. Mm-hmm. He may or may not be connected to the mob, but we won't say that on the recording for the podcast. We won't say we won't. that. We can't record no, that. No, we won't. So plead the fifth. Okay, where else did you go? What was your – here's what I love to ask because when I went to Japan, there were things that I thought I was going to love, but I actually didn't love them as much. I loved other things. So what was like like an unexpected delight or your favorite part of the, the trip? Unexpected delight. Well – so something that I didn't love, I'll say that oh, first, yes. is, so it turns out, I think I just like American Italian <gasps> I know, I know, I'm going to break people's hearts. We're going to get so Don't many DMs about this. this, I feel like. I know, I We know. need to ban him from this episode, just a little. And actually, Dom agrees with me. <gasps> okay, he's he's unbanned now. Okay. I know. So we like grew up in American Italian food, even his family, like recipes that he grew up with, they were... American, you know, they had been in America for a few generations at that yeah. point. And so our food just tastes different. Mm-hmm. And they're, the food in Italy to me, and I'm not trying to offend anyone, just tastes more bland. And yeah. it just was not the vibe for me. And you know that we were on this high protein diet all at the beginning of for the sure. year. For sure. To change from eating so many carbs every day and like you can't just like get a chicken breast in Italy that's nothing you know it's like it's like do you want pasta or pasta or pizza pizza? yeah yeah and so um those are the choices but Mm -hmm. and and that was like anywhere whether we were in Rome or Venice or Sicily we were in Capri like everywhere it was the same menu you know we went we even went to northern Italy Mm -hmm. which was like very dreamy fairy tale kind of green hydrangeas waterfall like that kind of vibe it was beautiful like romantic fairy tale oh my god see that's where my family totally romantic Genoa right did you make it all the way up toward Genoa or not quite a place called Recoaro Verme. Oh. And we were there for a few days okay. and just kind of chilled out. There was like nothing much to do, but it was beautiful. Mm. Um, so that was a place that we spent. Anyways, so that's kind of the thing that I had the most trouble yeah. with. We actually both were like, how are we going to make it through 23 days with just like straight pasta? So we ended up deciding that we were just going to fly to Barcelona. Apparently, it's just like 90 minutes. Oh, that's like flying to Vegas. That's like nothing. Yeah, easy. Right? Just yeah. boop. So we just like, yep, we just got on a flight and flew to to Barcelona for a few mm-hmm. days and had steak. And it's like way more of an international place. Mm-hmm. The tapas and like melting pot. Yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's totally all different cultures. Like you can get any kind of food there. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of a great little surprise during our trip to like just randomly decide to go somewhere else. Yeah. So that was really cool. And something else that I was reminded of is like to slow down. And that was, I think, the biggest delight for me because you and I, Kat, are just so go, go, go all the time. Yeah. And, you know, responding to people like, like we're – at people's beck and call even though I don't think about it like that I realized when I was there like oh shit I probably send 100 messages a day to people whether it's dms or comments mm-hmm. or emails like whether it's my teammates or you know you and I or all of it in aggregate yeah yeah all of the things right like I probably send 100 messages a day and just to like all of a sudden go to zero mm-hmm. was such a relief that I didn't know that I needed mm. And they will shut down their store. You can't go buy shoes at 2 p.m. There's The shoe store is closed, honey. You can't do anything at 2 p.m., okay? Yeah. You, you can't get your hair done. You can't get your nails done. You can't – nothing. It is closed. Mm-hmm. And, like, that is a little bit, as Americans who, like, 
our Amazon get everything right away. Yeah. That was a little bit annoying at first. Mm -hmm. But really, I realized that there's like value in that. Mm -hmm. And I brought back with me the desire to do things more slowly Mm -hmm. and more intentionally and be unapologetic because Dom, you know, Dom being a business owner too, he has multiple businesses and he's just like, they just shut down. Like this could be the time that they made all their money, you know, like he's immediately going to that mode. Mm -hmm. And, and so am I like, wow, they can actually just unapologetically operate in this way and why don't I do more of that if I feel like it you know Mm -hmm. and taking a nap every day that's what I'm bringing back with me y'all seriously (laughs) I know like our whole no no meetings on Mondays rule I don't take client sessions before 11 a.m my like local time so if they want to like meet earlier they totally can but I'm not fit for human consumption before then and then (laughs) the afternoon napping for sure like I just I think it's we create such a sense of urgency and like the toxicity of hustle culture, that's like kind of the shadow side of capitalism and entrepreneurial like yes. pursuits in this country specifically. And yet you travel abroad and you see that they are still living very purposefully. They have much joy. They're drinking and eating, not starving themselves or yo-yoing back and forth. Yeah. It's just like beautifully balanced. Totally. And the other thing that I think about is like, the standard for beauty in America has been so influenced and skewed by social media and television and all of it. And, you know, just the beauty industry, if you can even call it that, like even bigger than that, like you see much less overdone plastic surgery, you see much less like lip filler Mm -hmm. okay all of that stuff is not that it doesn't exist but it's definitely not on the level that you see here Mm -hmm. and I kind of didn't even know that until I spent three weeks there and I'm like oh their makeup is different their fashion is different like everything is much more simple but still very beautiful Mm -hmm. and that was also something that I took away and that's why it's so important to get out of your bubble and realize that the entire world does not operate this way and our friend Kyle who we met there Mm -hmm. just moved from Southern California to Northern Italy and he was talking about how when he orders something on Amazon like it takes like three or four days Mm -hmm. and that's like typical and that's just not what we're used to yeah and he's just like I'm just learning to live life differently and I think that's great actually yeah I mean honestly a lot of the time when I am finding myself creating urgency around having to do something having to respond having to go somewhere like I'll stop myself and be like does this is this really like me being proactive or is it me just like regurgitating like old habits, old patterns, unhealthy habits and patterns that I don't want to perpetuate? What the fuck is the rush? Like we're not, I don't know. I mean, caveat, Candace and I are not like, you know, emergency room trauma surgeons or policemen or firemen. Like that shit is life or death and like hats off to first responders. rarely like logo design emergencies. Like rarely. And branding (laughs) emergencies. I mean, I'm sure like if we were working with world leaders or politicians and PR, if we were working in PR, PR, then that's different. Yeah, Maybe a little bit different, but branding's the long-term legacy building. Like one non-responded to DM is not going to make or break your brand so we can breathe. Okay. All right. So you mentioned, you mentioned Sicily. You mentioned that beautiful Northern fairy tale town, which I will not say and butcher the name of. Yeah. I don't even know how to say it. It's fine. (laughs) 
you mentioned Capri, but you said Capri. So you're taking on the the pronunciations. That's apparently how you say it. Well, thank you for saving me from looking like a tourist when I I eventually go there. I mean, I learned that there, Mm -hmm. but oh gosh, it was so beautiful. I definitely want to go back there. Okay. Just luxury, Mm -hmm. just elegant, Mm -hmm. the most beautiful views. Like people go sailing there. No, Dom loves sailing. He does. He took up sailing a couple years ago now and he's obsessed. Mm -hmm. And so he goes every chance he gets in San Diego. But he's like, oh, like we were there and we saw all the sailboats and you can like be at the top of the hill and looking down at everyone oh, just that vista. You know, sailing there. Yeah. That it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, yep, we're going to do that. Like that's next, mm-hmm. you know, right there. So that was really cool just to, you know, future planning and yeah. knowing that you want to come back. And of course, everywhere we go, we look at real estate because that's just Obby. who we are. <laughs> yeah. So we're just like, how much would it cost to get a place here? How much would it cost to get a place there? Some places are super affordable. We were like in Rome looking at like just let's just say for fun we wanted to get an apartment in Rome. What would it yeah. be? And it was like $800 a month. Okay. Wait, well, what? We could do that. $800 a month? <laughs> I mean, I'm like not for like, you know, the penthouse, but you can get a place there. If you just like want to be in the middle of the city and you want to walk everywhere, you can. And you would just be out anyway. Yeah. You just need a place yeah. to, to lay your yeah. head. Wow. Totally. That's so affordable. So affordable. And you know, of course, there's always variations. But in every place we go, we're like, hmm, could we buy a place here? We're like, what would we use it for? Could we Airbnb? Mm-hmm. You know? Stop at other real estate offices and look at all like. Long-term lease and then line it up with our vacations. Yeah, see yeah. what's on the window. Yeah. But yeah, we're always looking at that, which is just like really fun. It's kind oh, of a pastime of ours. I just thought of a great question. Did you meet any real estate agents while you were in Italy or no? You know what? I did not meet any agents while I was there. Mm. But mm. the last trip that I went on, I was like, I'm going to commit to actually sending a DM to real estate agents and being like, hey, I want to meet you. Like when I was in Cabo, our friend Jesus is down there. Mm-hmm. And I told him that he saw a picture that I posted on Instagram. He's like, what? You're here? You didn't even text me? And I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> and so, yeah. And so stop being so good with your branding. I know. So I actually am going to make sure that on the next trip, I actually plan to meet agents there because I think it's such great networking yeah. and who better to tell me where to eat dinner and where to, Literally. right? I will always remember them and I will always resend referrals to them. Mm-hmm. And when we buy a place in their city, I will buy from them. So there you go. So a question I've been wanting to ask, and we talked about this a little bit because we joke like you and Dom were a pandemic couple, Right. And Mm -hmm. Will and I also were a pandemic couple. Just the wild ride we've been through the last few years. So (laughs) you spent 23 days. 23 days. Obviously, you both are still breathing. I don't, you know, Mm -hmm. there was like no craziness. But how was it spending 23 days on vacation with your your husband? Can't get enough. I adore him. And we are just like so well suited to travel together. Mm -hmm. We both have the need to have alone time. Mm -hmm. So... Or like he will sleep in longer than me. Like I wake up at seven no matter what, like or six thirty sometimes. Yeah. Like no matter what, I will be out of bed by seven. Yeah. And even if it's Saturday, like that's just how my body operates. Mm-hmm. I think it's the teacher in yeah. me. Yeah. But I will go for a walk by myself. I'll go grab coffee by myself. I'll do all of that. And like I am not offended. Please stay in bed because I need this time. Mm-hmm. Right. And he will go sit on the patio and I'll read my book. Like we are absolutely fine and not offended when the other needs a moment. Mm-hmm. And it's not even like needing a moment because anything's happening between yeah, us. You just, it's just 
Just for you. Or human, just zen, you Mm -hmm. know? So I think that works really well. And he's always surprised by the fact that I'm not like, I don't need him to do 100% of things with me. Yeah. Like even one night he was like, I'm really tired. And he just like went to bed without dinner. I was like, this girl's not skipping dinner. (laughs) Hell no. Does he know who he married? (laughs) So right. And so like I just got up and started getting dressed. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm hungry. And he's like, okay, do you want me to do you want me to get up and go with you? And I was like, nope, (laughs) I'm good. And so yeah, bye. And so, you know, like 20 minutes later, text me and he's just like, you good? Like, how's it going? I was like, great. Yeah. And I think he like had a little bit of FOMO, mm-hmm. but but I was like, great. I'm great. I went across the street. I had an amazing dinner by myself. I had a glass of wine. It was great. Yeah. I took him leftovers. Oh, you know? good wife. And, good wife. Right. And like, we're both fine mm-hmm. doing things like that. And I think it also has to do with us getting married when we are older, right? I was... 39, 38.9 when I got married. Right. Because he'd be like, babe, you're like really pushing. I don't know. Like we got to wrap this up. Yeah. I don't know if I've told you guys this exactly. He's like, I don't know if I told you guys this, but he was like, I think we should get married before you're 39 because that looks kind of desperate. I was like, are you serious? He's obviously just messing with me. Of course. Because we're the same age. Yeah. But yeah, we ended up getting married five days before I turned 39. Mm -hmm. But anyways, I think that being older when we got married, both having our own single lives for so long allows us to do that without it meaning anything Mm -hmm. so that was great then I literally missed him the first day we were apart when we both went to work I was like oh what time are you coming home (laughs) you're like I'm gonna be I'm just like a little bit clingy like a little bit clingy just come back yeah yeah Yeah, exactly and I'm and I'm not that girl normally but he's just he's so great so that was cool yeah and I don't know if I've told this story but I'll tell the not nice clever fans that when uh, our second vacation ever together was to Puerto Vallarta. It was right after Christmas. Kat knows the story. Oh, gosh. You guys are going to love this. And we, uh, it was during COVID. And the day before you get on the flight, you have to get a COVID test at that time mm-hmm. to fly back to the United States. And so we go to get the COVID test. They make it super convenient. It's at the hotel. They swab your nose. And then you move on, except that they're like, you two, Mm-mm, you're not moving on. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and so they were like, you guys have COVID. You have to go to like the quarantine floor. And so they took us from our like nice room with the balcony and patio mm. to the quarantine floor. But fortunately, we had bought COVID insurance that the hotel offered. I want to say it was like 30 or $50 each. Worth it. We bought it. And so it lets you stay as long as you need to, to test negative so you can fly out. But here's the thing. Like you're literally like prisoners. They put you in a room. Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. They put you in a room and there's no English television. There's no Netflix. Mm, sacrilege. And <laughs> you, and they don't give you a key to the room because if they gave you a key, you could leave. Like you can't lock your room, right? Oh my God, you're serious. You like actually couldn't leave of your own free will. No, you couldn't. I mean, you could leave, leave, but you probably couldn't come back or... You'd have to go back down. Your room's not going to be locked and then they would like see you and be like, you need to go back. I didn't know that detail. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, yeah. So fortunately we had like a window with a good view and like some doors that you can open, like sliding glass doors, but you couldn't, there was no patio. Anyways, we did that for six or seven days. You were were there for a while. And Mm 24-7 in one room together. And had COVID mm. and didn't want to murder each other. We're like, we're good. We got yeah. this. Engage. Where's the ring? Can you just on the knee right now? Just, <laughs> yeah. just please. We've passed the totally. test. And everyone was like so worried about us. They're like, oh my gosh, how are you holding up? We're like, we're good. We're like playing cards. Hanging yeah. Out. Like, I just thought like whatever. you'd be, I would have been irritated. 
Because like it didn't seem like like you and I had hopped on Zoom a couple times because I was like, do we need to reschedule yeah. your meetings? What's going on? I took client calls. You did. You were a badass motherfucker. I was like, I don't feel like I didn't feel like I had COVID. Yeah. I mean, I think one day I did, but after that I felt fine. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, give me clients. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm like, I'm taking them from my phone because my laptop was being yep. weird, but whatever. I did it and it was great. You know, clever girls make shit happen. That's it. Make shit happen. Exactly. Okay. So, well, obviously you've been on many trips with Dom, both as your boyfriend, now as your husband. Any final like thoughts or like takeaway? Like you went on your honeymoon, Italian life, B-roll era. What do you, any last thoughts you want to share with the the Clever Girl community? Okay. I think that we've talked about this before, Kat, Mm -hmm. but it's important. I think we should note it again. Don't be afraid of telling your audience that you Mm -hmm. are on vacation. Because Kat, you actually witnessed this. When we were at Forward, and we keep talking about Forward, but there's so many amazing things happened there. So many. It's worth all this time. How many people came up to me and were like, oh my gosh, how was Italy? How was your honeymoon? Right? Mm -hmm. So many people had an in to talk to me because they knew what I did the week before because they'd been watching and following along. And guess how many people DM'd me and said, oh my gosh, you're not working. You're not worthy of making any money. Like zero people. Mm -hmm. We don't surround ourselves with those people. Right. And so I think that so many entrepreneurs are afraid to say that they're on vacation because they think that it means that people won't reach out to them, you know, to do business with them. Mm -hmm. The reality of it is that if you're worthy of the wait, they will wait. Mm -hmm. And I had a DM that said, if they DM me, it said, hey, I'm on my honeymoon. This is going on. If you want to book a consultation, you could do it here. Mm -hmm. I'll be back on this date. People knew if they emailed me, they got the response. They knew. And guess what? I came back to a calendar full of consultations. You did. Your calendar was a little spicy leading up to forward. Yeah, it was was too much. I didn't plan that well, but... But, you know, I mean, hashtag success. Right, exactly. I I came back to so many consultations that next week Mm -hmm. and no one was like, oh, I'm going to go get another brand strategist. Oh, I'm going to go get another designer because she's not ready. Actually, if I was like ready the next day, you should be worried. You should be. Maybe I'm not that good. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, again, desperate does not sell. Like desperate does not sell and like having the abundance mindset actually if you're on vacation like you obviously must be doing something right mm-hmm. and that's probably a vibe that people also get and understand yeah like, so don't be afraid of that I would say that's a thing that I want our audience to understand let your followers and friends and family in on what you have going on mm-hmm. I think it is the way to stay connected as a human and that's really the most important thing and I can't say it enough yes no we will keep saying it for as long as we see people keep struggling you will continue to hear us say it just go on vacation it can wait take the vacation take the vacation boo thank you for sharing all things Italian honeymoon and your best life and we will just have to see where we're going to travel next Because who knows? Thanks for joining us on Not Nice, Clever. Remember to follow our podcast wherever you listen to audio. And head to www.notniceclever.com to connect for more. Drop a question. We'll shoot you an answer. We're not gatekeepers here. Signing off. You're not so nice, but oh so clever. Besties that mean business. See you next week.